What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 148. On this episode, I'm joined by Petra Vita. He calls in. I talk about my Patreon, my merch shop. We talk about his music plans for the year, uh, the coronavirus, how it's affecting Sweden. Um, we really talk about politics a lot and his thoughts on politics um, and how he sees it as a world traveler. Uh, state-run liquor stores of Sweden, learn all about those. Uh, talk about the American dream and TikTok. Uh, thanks for checking us out. A podcast with Mo. What up? First things first, we're going to get into patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. If you don't know what that is, that's a website you can go to. Sign up. You can uh, give money to our podcast Patreon page and become a patron. If you do that, you'll get early access to the podcast. Uh, if you're at a high enough level, you can get shouted out like my mom, Hurricane Haynes, Jay Powwow, and Marshall the Dharma Initiative Bear, and Snappy. Um, they are the co-producers of the podcast. Keep it going. Lately, I've been considering uh, paying money for this program called Zoom to call in, to have people call in. It's a little easier and a little better quality than Skype, but it does cost money. So I'm trying to debate that now. If I had more patrons, it'd make it an easier decision. So uh, think about it. And also, we have a merch shop where we sell a podcast with Mo merch. Um, have the internet friends merch this week? Maybe, maybe I'll finally get around to adding some new merch. I don't know if that would make more people want to buy it or not. Um, but I would have fun designing it. So we will see. So those links again will be in the description of the podcast. Um, if y'all are into it. So today I'm going to be giving a call to Petra Vita, uh, homie. He's called in a couple other times before. I want to say three times total. If you include the internet friends album special and, uh, yeah, we have no plans of anything to talk about. I'm currently, you know, in the spring break, Corona week. Um, I do have to go to work next week, so that's a bummer. But uh, he offered to call in, so uh, we'll figure out something to talk about. Um, but let's give him a call. So what's up, man? Uh, not much. I'm uh, okay. That's that's a lie. But there's uh, there's there's stuff going on. Um, uh, for me, it doesn't feel like a lot's changing right now with the uh, with Corona, just because I'm already such a hermit. This is just like. You know, right. my lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, I but, have a um, job where I have yeah. to go out and do stuff, you know, that I'll be yeah. back at next week. I just happen to have spring mm-hmm. break this week, so I didn't have to go. Right. Um, yeah. So when that happens, it'll be a little less harmony, but school's canceled. So I'll be there working with no kids. So, uh, but yeah, being a music maker or podcaster, you know, artist, if you will, you don't, you do spend a lot of time inside already. No. Yeah, so how is uh, – I mean, you live in Sweden. I don't know if I mentioned that so far on, when I introed you or not. I yeah. can't remember. Uh, from Seattle, oh. which I, from what I understand has yeah. been hit by the coronavirus. Um, how's Sweden? Yeah, they were kind of ground zero for U.S. Yeah. Uh, you know, interesting connection there. My mom is a – she's a nurse, so she's an OBGYN. So she's working feminine health and with helping with, you know, babies and stuff like that. So it's not her department, but it is her hospital, Evergreen Hospital in Washington, where all of the first six deaths were of corona in the U.S. because basically a, a nursing home got infected in Washington State is what happened and everyone got taken to that that hospital basically um and quite a few people recovered but also you know all of the 
oldest, most vulnerable people who ended up passing away were there. So she's been around people working with that every day. And I think it's a little a little worrying for her. But so yeah. far, she's all right. For sure. My mom is also a nurse at the moment. Um, yeah. Well, at the moment, she's a nurse in a doctor's office. And then mm-hmm. she is going, she's transferring in a couple of weeks to the mental health field. Uh-huh. So yeah. she's like, I just need a change. <laughs> Like cool. Mm. Um, so this is a completely <laughs> random tangent, but you said your uh you mentioned OBGYN um and your mom there. Yeah. Uh it seems like you could work that into some self-deprecating line of like, and that's why she raised a pussy or something. You know, like I feel like you could really use that line Jeez, in a really rhyme. really coming at me harsh here. Um uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh yeah, no, that's actually that's actually pretty good. I'm very self-deprecating, especially in my yeah, raps. Yeah, no, so. I get there too. I get there too. I'm just messing with you. Uh but yeah, um, that's just where my yeah. mind went when you said it. I was like, ooh, that could be fodder if you're like a cool line. Yeah. <laughs> it could be, yeah, it could be something. Um but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it in mind. Yeah, keep it just keep it in the back there. Um <laughs> I have noticed so far Yes. Yes. So there's uh, some stuff I'll leave under wraps. I've been working on some album stuff for, for quite some time. Um, and there, I'm going back and forth with the producer basically and figuring out how we want to approach it when we want to release stuff, what exactly is happening with it. He has some of his own stuff he's dealing with right now, and I don't want to be pushy or rush that and stuff. So, um, you know, I've actually started working a lot of my own production, not as a replacement for the album work, but just to put out some some more singles that I have a little more control over. And that's what I've been doing lately. So I have a new song in a couple of weeks on April 3rd that's coming out, but that will be the first one since like mid-December that I've released besides some, you know, little demos here and there on SoundCloud. And is that... And- normal for you because yeah, i guess me and you became you know internet friends uh mm. i don't know maybe back in like november october something like that and so since then mm. uh, i don't know maybe it's before then but either way since i've known you uh you've always been, been while, putting yeah. stuff out pretty consistently and then so this is the biggest right. break is that a normal thing for you or is this like your first time trying this strategy it, i don't know it kind of it kind of depends i think one thing i'm kind of gearing up for right now and and a big reason of this is i've recently kind of been hitting my stride a bit more with with social and finding other ways to promote and get people interested in my music and I've had during this period where I've released no music I've had by far the biggest natural upswing in like my Spotify followers my Spotify monthly listeners and stuff by focusing on other places and I'm I'm going to start releasing more consistently. It wasn't really like intentional or by design. I just kind of decided to dig into some some other things. My my actual plan to was to have much more was shorter gaps because I think it is to go, to put stuff it's good to put stuff out more. My actual plan is to um in probably like summer do like a summer of singles thing and whether the album happens before that and then I do this or more likely I do this and then do some a project later in the year um that's at once but i would really like to try a promotional run of like you know the summer of singles 12 weeks of a new song every single week and not just demos but out on spotify full promo run it'll be a lot of work um but part of what i'm doing now is i've been generating a lot of ideas a lot of demos a lot of concepts that aren't out or have any release date yet um that i kind of I want I want them ready. So I want to I want to get like 10 or 15 songs 
done. So basically an album's worth of songs, but they will all be singles and just try doing a run like that and see how it goes um, and try and maybe push that in tandem with growing my social media stuff. Because for me, recently, TikTok has been really good. And um, that's uh, I've noticed people coming in, finding my music on their own from there, commenting, sending me messages and things. It feels it feels really nice to have some of that stuff start start to pick up a little bit. Um, But I so I think it would be silly to to not double down on that. And so I'm putting a lot of time and a lot of work into putting videos out there. I do like two to four every day. Um, But uh but the songs, I want to keep those going and developing as well. And that's another reason I started doing more production instead of just rapping over other people's beats recently because I I want to make sure that even in this uh, like hiatus from releasing stuff, I'm I'm like learning new skills and practicing new things. Right. I mean, for me, I learned how to make beats because I really couldn't afford to buy them. And then no right. producers were like, messing with me in the way of like yeah here's a beat give me you know split or like that just wasn't happening for me and then i spent i don't know a couple months learning the basics and then you know i'd say six seven months until i got some stuff that like i'm gonna make a song on this and then when i did i loved it and then other producers were like hey do you want a free beat and i'm like are you serious i spent all this time (laughs) and now all of a sudden you're like oh no no i'll fuck with you so i just don't i pretty much only mess with my own beats um, unless it's a homie, mm-hmm. you know, friend or something, and we're trying right. to work on a collab, I, I just said, I'm like, no, I don't want your this random person to hit me up for a free beat. You weren't offering these two years ago or whatever. So, right, right, yeah. Maybe that's just me being uh, a dick about it because that <laughs> does happen. <laughs> I don't know. I would. I don't know that I call it being a dick about it. I, I, you could say maybe it's being like overly idealistic about it i like i understand the i understand the 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 concept or the or the reasoning behind it in my mind i kind of look at it i try not i try even though i understand that it is i try not to take it personally or to realize that it's part of like a bigger marketplace of supply and demand just in the same way that some completely unknown painter can't uh, doesn't have people, rich people trying to buy all his paintings. Um, you know, just like someone who, if you looked at their skill, but they're revered as great from, they have this time in the past, they made a lot of art or have some sort of legacy or for whatever reason are, are valuable afterwards. It's not, you know, you can't be mad at the market for, for fucking with one thing more or less. And so for me, I just look at it as like an accomplishment. You know, if I message someone about, collaborating and they're like not really interested or they're not receptive to it and either I reach out again and they say yes or they reach out to me kind of like you're talking about a year later um I don't know I just try and take that as like a a compliment and I've grown um it's just an opportunity it's you know if I thought they were worth reaching out to before, then I probably still do it's probably not a bad move for me to to do maybe I'm maybe I'm just less principled than you in, oh, no. in that way i'm not in not general this is, this you're is just a, a thing, nicer per- and probably better person uh I so <laughs> i understand i understand and uh i enjoy being kind of an asshole it's like a little bit of part oh. part of me so i'm all for yeah. it. And it and it comes off wrong uh i mean something we could totally maybe touch on a little maybe not at all if you don't want to sure. um like you have this discord group uh and i recently yep. just stepped out for a moment i'm sure i'll be back yeah 
but you know, I say a lot of things that are kind of like a, an assholeish thing to say. But I, in my, mm-hmm. from my perspective, I know I'm joking, and and I, I see how easily people uh, miss, you know, mistake that. So I just kind of quit talking. Sure. And then yeah. other people, I'm like, are they all assholes? Are they doing the same thing? Is everyone trying to be funny, but no one is being funny? Yeah. You know, yeah. It's always like a. Just the internet and texts and things like that. It's always hard to kind of read people through that, especially when there's different uh, people. English isn't everyone's first language, you know, in some of these right? groups. Yeah. So things can get lost there as yeah, well. Yeah, that's yeah. It's interesting. I to be honest, like I found like I've found you funny before, but I've never noticed you like uh, you know. I I don't know. I'd never thought of like you as one of the people. Right, and being mean to other people in there. I think, I think one of the things too, and I, I made a, an announcement about this. We don't have to step too far out into it, but basically, you know, when I I made an announcement in the server about this kind of issue, and one of the things I touched on in there is that it is a hallmark of maturity to be able to to poke fun at things or even people and joke around without. Without crossing boundaries that make people feel genuinely like what they're doing is worthless or bad or or they don't have value. And where where the problem comes out is it's not like, you know, I love like we go back and forth with a snarky remark when someone posts something or, you know, they do something they've done a million times before. I think I think that's fun and it's funny what what happens or what the problem is presented is when it's it's almost like beating a dead horse or a joke becomes repeated or pounced on so many times that it's you know it's it's like the concept of you repeat something enough or you hear something enough you start to believe it and there have been members who you know who've messaged me and have said hey you know it's funny the first time or i get that i make beats like this and some people don't like it or whatever but it kind of feels shitty to like every time i share something you know people are shitting on it with this basically meme response and that's not at all what what i you know want for people i want the whole point of the server is for people to to learn stuff and to to collaborate and um people may think they're giving tough love to help learn but uh sometimes it's just a, an excuse to be to to go over that line right basically well and sometimes and this will apply to discord servers yours and others i've been in as well and yeah. also uh, i think i can wrap this <clears throat> back around to what we said earlier about uh something else we'll see if i can pull it off um okay a lot of times it's people just being tribal, you know, and so like everyone has their group mm-hmm. and that's their group they're with. And, you know, what I'm about to say makes me, I guess, sound like I'm being a sad, sad or whatever. But, you know, I'll <laughs> post some stuff online all the time and I don't get too much like super love, right? Like not many people. Uh, I mean, there's a few people that I've, you know, become friends with lately that'll share my shit and be like, oh, this is really good. But mm-hmm. I don't get like a whole bunch of love, right? Like a lot, a lot of people hit me up and mm-hmm. like, Hey, I think you're good and stuff. So when it does happen, it's like a big fucking deal right. to me, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, so whenever someone like me or someone I'm in a similar scenario, maybe they never had anyone give them love and they post mm-hmm. in like a discord and everyone's like kind of shits on them. But then someone else yeah. who I, this just happens to me a lot and I feel like an asshole for it. I just think some people aren't as good. Right. And then like their oh, group true. of people will hype them up. And then so like mm-hmm. you first group of person who don't get as much love, but feel like you're better, you know, like you do feel some type of way. Right. It's like easy to get right. a sense of like, well, fuck all them. They just care about this other thing, not quality. Mm. And then you get yourself talked right. into like you're basically Gollum in the ring, you know, or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. 
I just see that happening. So I try and I'm a pretty negative person. So I try to keep all that in mind of like, for instance, you know, like a lot of modern uh, popular rap music I'm not a fan of, you know, of uh, Mm -hmm. people would say it's all auto tune singing stuff, but it's not anymore. It is also just rapping. They just fucking talk at a normal speed that doesn't really matter about the beat. And I'm like, I don't get it, but (laughs) fucking people love it. Right. And I'm like, I just can't be mad that people that love that don't love my stuff. Cause I hate that yeah, stuff. You know exactly. what I mean? So like, yeah. you just got to keep perspective, um, understand why you're making it. I think I've been making music long enough being unsuccessful that it's not for any of that. It would be dope if anyone hears it, but I'm going to make it regardless. You know what I mean? Right. So like, yeah, you just got to keep, I think it's good to just talk to yourself, you know, keep all these things in check. Mm-hmm. Don't get too big of a head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some people will get friends. I know when I first started out having friends, be like they really talk you up, and you. And I'm like, I was right. so bad then, and those same friends don't care about any of my mm-hmm. shit now, and I'm way better. Right. So it's like, right. Yeah. Just strange. Yeah, the novelty is there, and the, yeah, I understand. Um. Yep, I've gone through that too. So have you had any more thoughts on your cereal? So you were on here before we done some top five cereal discussions. <laughs> Uh, I know for me, after I make these lists, I'm always like, I don't know. I don't know if we missed any or I, I can't, I can't say that I've had a lot of, that I, uh, put a lot of brain space into the, uh, into the cereal team afterwards. If I'm, if I'm being honest, um, the other, the other thing that's, you know, it's a bit of a, a bit of a downer if I'm honest is, uh, I don't, I don't eat nearly as much cereal lately. My, you know, my, I'm just, I'm not in the game as much as I, as I used to be. You know, I used to love cereal. I just, I don't know. I just don't eat, eat it a ton. Do, I mean, so, do they have the same kind of awesome cereal there in Sweden? They, some yes and some no. So a lot of like the kind of sugary kids breakfast cereals that we would like put on, that we put on our lineups, for example, they don't necessarily have, they have a lot of good cereals and they have a lot of sugary kids cereals. They're just a lot, most of them are different ones. Right. There are some you can get that are, you know, basically just like, I don't know, a reskinned version of, of certain things. So like, um, what are they? Sugar smacks or honey smack, whatever that is. Right. They have that, that one, uh, you know, obviously they have a cocoa puffs, but, uh, maybe it's another brand. I don't remember. Um, you can you can get Reese's Puffs cereal here. I've seen, but don't have like Captain Crunch tricks. Some of those, right? So it's a toss up. It's a mixed bag. Yeah, this week um, we bought a bunch of cereal because you know everyone's locking down in America. So right, right. We're like, oh, buy groceries. So we bought a bunch of cereal. Ready. I've already knocked out some chocolate Lucky Charms, which I think were like on my yeah. list. Uh, they're just so good. They're <laughs> yeah. the best dessert cereal. They are good. Have some uh, frosted mini wheats, which is like the healthiest mm-hmm. I'll go. You know, like that is the yeah, healthiest cereal those. I'll eat. I love this. Oh, me too. Yeah. It's very good. And then we also have honey nut Cheerios and something else. Mm. So we are we're ready for the apocalypse. Um, we basically locked down. When you, ever, when you were a kid, did you? I don't know if you did this, but with like frosted mini wheats, like I wouldn't stop pouring, or I would like literally take different ones if I didn't get enough pieces that had a good amount of frosting on them. Like if I if I got I do think I got some now, pieces that were real weak on the frost. Yeah, now they're more uniform. I think they're almost all exactly okay. the same. But yes, I do know what you're talking about. And they used to stick together good. a lot more. Um, I do know yeah. I eat them the exact same way. If I have to go frosting down, like the frosting has to be on my tongue. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Like there's can, no, and if yeah. I put it in my mouth the other no, way, no, I'm, I'm like I almost cough it up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this doesn't work. Yeah, what is this? It's just the wheat. <laughs> right. <It's> just, <laughs> I don't need any. <laughs> 
fucking wheat. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh so give me some 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 weeded mini frosties that are just a little bit of a little bit of wheat. Yeah. It's a little bit of wheat. I remember they used to sell those. I feel like they really went out of business because frosted mini wheats are in an orange box. And they mm-hmm. had in a blue box, I thought it was, right next to them were just mini wheats. And they had no frosting on them. And I remember. Oh, oh, that. Yeah, no, that. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, I, that looks horrible. But I've, now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, I have not seen just mini wheats without frosting in probably 10 years. I feel like people just no one was yeah, buying no. them. They were like, okay, we can't make these anymore. Yeah, why why would you only manufacture the the worst part? Right, it just doesn't make sense. Um, we also have a lot of other breakfast foods here. So when my when we went and done all of our shopping, we just nice. basically learned all of our favorite foods are breakfast foods. You know, so we have muffin mix yeah. and um, eggs and bacon and oh nice cinnamon rolls yeah. and biscuit. We just have all kinds of stuff. So I've been cooking every day because now we have all these groceries. Nothing shut down mm-hmm. like everyone predicted. Uh, everything's pretty right. much as business as normal. So we just have all this yeah. food that I'm having to cook, which is fine. You know, it's cheaper in the long run than to go, you know, out to eat, if you will. Uh, sure. But then I feel like once we eat it all, it's like, all right, now everything's shut down. So it's like in this limbo situation. <laughs> Maybe the timing wasn't, yeah. Right. So who knows? Right. Who knows? I know in Oklahoma, last I looked, there was, at the time of this recording, like 28 cases in the state of Oklahoma or something like that. Oh. Also, yeah. Speaking of of the coronavirus, I have a theory, and it's not just me. A lot of people are saying it. A lot of people in America were sick like a month or two ago with something that mm-hmm. would be negative as the flu. And now in hindsight, a lot of people are like, hey, I think I had the fucking coronavirus in January. I think it got here a long mm-hmm. time ago because China wasn't talking about it. And then people did get sick, mm-hmm. and some people recovered because, you know, they are youngish, healthy people. Yeah, sure, sure. So that's probably – I think that just makes total sense at the moment. That could be. I mean, that, it, like to me, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a new, that's a hot take. But like, I, but it seems, I don't know, that like could be legit. I don't know. I'm not an epidemiologist. I don't, right. I don't know shit about this, but it's, you know, it seems plausible. Well, I just think if China was uh, not talking about it, keeping it under wraps and people were still traveling, it just takes one person to travel. Right. You know? so yeah, like, yeah, of course. It makes sense. Sure. It makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing that the vast majority of cases are unconfirmed cases anyways right well especially and in now but yeah. yeah especially here um you know people are just like i now i've been refuted on this by someone else but i really thought trump said he just didn't want people tested so that the numbers wouldn't go right. up but someone said that's not the actual yeah, quote so bad. i don't know who knows no. uh-huh uh now do you have any interest in american politics uh with you living in sweden um, have interest in them in them changing uh i think one of the hardest things is to not you know there's stuff that goes on everywhere and so like the one of the hardest things for me is not to be like oh i'm washing my hands of it or like kind of feel superior about it i'm outside of it now i have to deal with it because because i have my whole family and lots of friends and stuff that that uh, that have to live there and so obviously things things do affect them and so while i'm not nearly as active and invested as i would be if i was home um i still i still definitely pay attention i try and keep up um i think it's um it's unfortunate what's going on in the u.s right now but it's also a trend that is 
fairly global as far as more isolationistic and uh, right-wing parties growing in size. It's kind of a an right nationalism is a very flow. big thing at yeah, the moment. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of a ed, uh, ebb and flow I think naturally of kind of I don't know, it's been a long time since some of this shit of or we think of it that way of World War 1 and 2 and and you know recently with people there's there's been a lot of other problems that are that coincide with uh, especially over in Europe that coincide with immigration and um I think those can often get one they can get misconstrued obviously it's nice to have a victim to blame your problems on someone else but i think the other thing that that happens too which is where everyone shares in the responsibility for this is we also we often just as a species like to um you know bury our head in the sand for a long time and or be very extremely one way or the other and not kind of come out to adapt or think about other perspectives and so a, a problem too it comes in for example you take sweden um there's the the exaggeration that goes on about problems caused by immigration here um is is massive when you like look at it from let's say fox news trying to spin an agenda about why people shouldn't have uh more liberal borders basically but what has equally contributed to um like the rise of say parties on the right here is a left a more left leaning majority which i consider myself a part of um denying that there are any problems for example in the way people were integrated not blaming on the people but dumping a ton of people who have just immigrated to a country into one neighborhood instead of you know, putting one person with a build, apartment building full of Swedes, this family with an apartment building full of other people, et cetera, um, you know, does cause you to have these these clicks or areas where it's it, you set people up for failure. And so that's that kind of thing is on the current government, not necessarily the people involved in it or that are victims of it or have to deal with the repercussions. And so ignoring or pretending those things are like are not a problem instead of stepping back and saying, here's what we could have done better, here's what we're going to do better, contributes as well to people getting angry and swing that pendulum swinging the other way. Because if you simply ignore problems, um, that doesn't mean that they don't exist. And if you don't report on them or you you try and cover them up, then what ends up happening at that point is people people then are kind of more free to make their assumptions. If they don't trust what you're telling them or you hide information because you don't like the way those those facts or numbers or research look, uh, you can actually have the opposite effect and incite more, kind of galvanize the other side of things more because there's you know that your imagination can run wild about why people do certain things or what's going on if you don't have that information one example i would uh, would give that i think um, was was a was a a silly idea that that backfired is several years back um the basically the uh, swedish 
Bureau of Statistics and police force stopped um, keeping track in any form, as far as the public knows, of um, country of origin of any criminals. So basically ethnicity of any crimes committed, right? And what that created was not only do you – basically what I was talking about is just allows people to speculate wildly because all that looks like is you're hiding something that it looks unfavorable and you're, you're giving people fuel um, that actually probably would have had less if you just simply let those things be known and if there were issues because of them, uh, address them in a more rational way. Um, and instead, it's just inciting. It almost became a meme of like the right wing to, to gather behind like, I wonder why they did this or, you know. And so um, things like that, I think backfire. I think we have plenty of that in the U.S. I think we had, you know, we have that in our in our uh in our elections, you know, we have that in, in Trump becoming president. We have those things. Those things happen all the time. And unfortunately, even though I much more strongly identify with the left and liberal side of most politics, especially in the U.S., because that spectrum is is so shifted. The Democrats in the U.S. are are they are the right wing parties of Europe. Um, but it's so crazy. But, to think um, about, uh, yeah, but uh you know, and so so as much as I you know prefer that side, I I think that um, it's a mistake to pretend they're they're blameless and to not try and talk to people that they simply it's easier to consider them unconvincible and brainwashed and stupid and voting against their own interests and blah 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 blah. Yeah, see uh, that doesn't help. You mentioned some of their like just not trusting stuff. I'm really to the point of like I just don't believe any of it. You know, like I believe if there's if it's making it to me, then there's no way it's true. Like, I just always feel hmm. like there's, like, this agenda, especially in American politics. So, like, right. um, kind of like, you know, like I didn't like Hillary Clinton, so I didn't vote for her. I voted for Gary Johnson. Right. And, uh, you know, mm -hmm. people – and there are a lot of people like that are people that voted for Trump instead of Hillary because they were like, I don't like her. Here's why. And they were met yeah. with your sexist. Yeah. You know, not – right. Well, what what yeah, is yeah, it? That you know, kind of stuff isn't helpful, right? And yeah. then those people were like, "Well, fuck you! I love Trump forever," you know. And so you're like, "Well, you just lost mm. them for probably a long time because you mm -hmm. you started name calling stuff, you know, like you're not trying to understand right. people." So I do think yep. that is definitely a mistake we make. I listened to and I mentioned this on the podcast before. There's a free economics episode where they're talking about mm -hmm. socialism and how in America we don't understand it. And they do talk about Sweden right. and how they don't call it socialism. It's just yeah. where they decide to put the line in the sand of where the government steps in. And listening to the guy yeah. talk about it, it did seem like their system made a lot of sense. Now I understand uh, yeah. like my grandfather will be like, well, of course Europe can. They're just like states. And I'm like, well, we have states. Why aren't our states doing shit? Like, what are you talking about? I think that's a yeah. weird, weird thing to say. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. I I think Sweden, it's always pointed out as being a good one. So it's interesting. You're living there. Yeah. And you get to see it firsthand. And then all your friends, yeah. you know, are in America probably being like, this isn't even possible. Mm. And you're like, I live in a place that's possible. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I. Yeah, I prefer. I don't I don't plan on if I could avoid it ever permanently moving back. I I enjoy the way like in general that society treats people here and looks out for them and there are plenty of wealthy people and a shitload of entrepreneurs uh in in Sweden and they uh don't all get bent out of shape about paying higher taxes on the upper echelon of their income for to to let everyone have that. Um 
you know. Right. And when, I don't know. When America was, was great, yeah. according to the Make America Great Again people, in those times, you know, like right. the 50s or whatever, the ultra-rich were taxed like a crazy amount. Yes, ex- extremely high marginal tax. And that's bracket, how yes. they p- afforded all the social programs. So when people are like, you got to be able yep. to pay for the social programs, it's like, well, we can't until we tax the mm. fucking super rich. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird world for sure. And I'm not really smart mm-hmm. enough in politics, but I just know that my gut a lot of times is like, I just feel like the right thing to do is this, and that's never what people are doing. <laughs> yeah. I I enjoy hearing the way people are. You know, one here's an interesting thing that is um unknown, I think, about uh about Sweden and that if people understood it, you might even win over some people that are a little more um uh, that are a little more economically conservative or skeptical um, of some social programs that are state funded and tax funded by extension. And that is the fact that Sweden has an extremely high per capita um, output of global brands and influential companies for a country that only just passed 10 million citizens a few years ago. And, you know, if for a lot of things, you know, everyone knows Ikea, you've got Spotify, you've got H&M, you have um, Volvo and there's there's huge, huge brands that have that have come out of Sweden and a lot that people don't know about that are that are changing things and and going quite large right now. Um, They're one of the top uh, outputs of music. For the for the music and arts culture, the amount of bands with global hits in English that nobody even knows are Swedish is also staggering. In addition to the artists that people know are are uh, Swedish, but and one of the things that's that facilitates that that was what I wanted to say that I don't think a lot of people know and might change some minds is if you are at a job in Sweden, you can get. Six, 12 months, basically a grant of time where your employer, subsidized by by the government in this case, has to hold your job for that time. So that if you said, I want to take this year, I've had this idea, I'm going to go for it, I'm going to start this company, and you do it, and it fails, you don't have to worry that you're going to be completely broke and you have no savings and you can't feed your family and oh I guess I just I won't do it it's too risky I need to stay safe I've got people to provide for and that safety net of allowing people to do that is what has sparked a lot of these companies because people you know people think that having that social net makes people lazy when in fact it's in examples like this, it often swings the other way because people don't feel like taking an economic risk to start a business, to innovate, to try something that isn't being done yet. Uh, they don't fear that that is going to end in them ruining their life or or shattering things for their family or their children. And that's something I think that that should be discussed and talked about more when especially when trying to win over you know people that may be undecided or more middle ground voters um that the fact that that happens is very interesting and it flies in the face of 
um, of the idea that, um, you know, people receiving more benefits or with the uh, option to receive them in certain scenarios are simply going to be uh, lazy and a drain. Right. See, and I have so many questions about the program because all I keep trying to think of is figuring out how it yeah. works. Is so I think it's a good idea in practice for sure. But like, so does the company you work for when you do it have to meet certain requirements? Because if it was like a you know three person coffee shop and you left for a right. year and they hired someone in your place, under you said the government subsidizes it, and you come back and they're right. like, well, we actually don't have that spot open because we don't have enough. Like, does that happen a lot um, or? Is, and- that not really an issue. A lot of times, a lot of times too, it has to, um, I don't want to talk out of my ass basically. So I won't give details that that I don't know about, but I know there, there absolutely are requirements of, for example, um, one that, that I've heard is, is working at a company for a certain amount of time as well. So obviously you can't just get a job and then be like, I'm quitting to do my own thing. So, you know, maybe you've worked, uh, maybe a minimum of a couple of years or something at a company before that can even be uh, an option. Um, but but I'd have to to look into right. it to be able to give more more details. I don't. I think it's better to uh, let that be something that people look up if they want to than for me to uh, to say anything. Right. I mean, that's, that's something false. that would be kind of close in America that we could use like that, but just change some stuff around. That I would. I've thought about since I lost a job a few years ago, you know, and I've got another one since. But when I did, because I wasn't like fired, fired, you know, I got unemployment, you know, so like I got unemployment benefits for right. however many months while I looked for another job. And mm. I learned a little bit then of like every company is already paying that. Like they're already paying unemployment, mm-hmm. like, and you are, and part of your taxes go to it. So, like, even right. if you yeah. wanted to quit, I think you should just be able to f- just quit and be like, all right, now give me my unemployment that I've been paying into. You know, like everyone is still paying into it regardless of how you lost that job. Now, like I said, I was lucky enough to have lost mine in a way of which I right. qualified. But if you're fired from it's a right, job yeah. or if you quit, you don't get those things. And I've always been like, well, mm-hmm. that's kind of weird because we all pay it. So right, um, I could see yeah. something like that. We're like, OK, well, now you get this many months of however long since you don't have that job mm-hmm. or something to assist. But we're not really all for helping. Uh, you know, I live uh, in a state very different from the state you're from of Washington, where, you know, in Oklahoma, we're very uh, Bible belty, uh, very conservative. Yes, yes, Everyone's voted Republican for everything since I've been alive and nothing's ever gotten better. And that is literally the only reason yeah. I don't identify as a Republican, that and they're really religious. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, how yeah. can y'all just keep making these same decisions and giving oil companies all these breaks? Oh. And then people are like, yeah. If it was for the oil companies, we don't have jobs. It's kind of like coal miners in West Virginia. It's like the same sort of deal. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I get that, yeah. guys, but they're the only ones you can tax. So if you don't tax them, then guess what? We don't have any fucking money, and we don't. It's like the state's super poor. They don't spend money on anything. Yeah, yeah. They vote in. It is It is. It is ironic that all of the uh, right. poorest are Republicans. States. I remember that from John yeah. Stewart did a big thing, and I love John Stewart, yeah. where he would look at – how much each conservative state lost money, you know, that the government would have to give them yeah. back federal government. And then all uh-huh. the ones that made money were all the democratic, like California makes yeah. so much money in New York. Texas was like the only yeah. conservative state that breaks even. Yeah. That's the only one and yeah. all the rest were not. So, um, I just don't get how we can look at the evidence of what this happened in the past yeah. and then be like, Oh yeah, but it'll work which in the is, future. It's such an interesting thing about which issues get, tied in with uh, 
those those opinions sort of, you know, as writers to get people to vote a certain way. Because the other thing, if you think about it, too, is such a cornerstone of economic policy for conservatives or argues for everything has to do with money. Everything. That's one of the hardest things for me when people don't want to have certain social programs, state funded health care, blah, 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 is the the argument. Whenever it's boiled down in the in these things, it seems to very rarely it's anything else where if you got to the core of the issue, it becomes this would make life easier for more people than have a life of this quality level right now. And the rebuttal is always yes, but money. It's always it will cost money. It's always right. Uh, this and it's what the plantation so owners would have said as well before the Civil War broke out. Yeah, of course. Of course, That's why and, and it's and it's uh, you know and it's so so it's funny to me that that states that do so poorly economically vote vote for Republican policies that have kept them doing poorly economically, um, even though whenever it comes to any kind of proposals at the national level, that's first that's Republican argument number one. Is uh, we're gonna save money. We're, we don't want to cost money. I think it all starts, and this is me being biased, you know. So I should call myself out mm-hmm. on it. And I don't know how it is in Sweden. You said, you know, economically there's some, you know, liberal or conservative things. I don't know about socially how it mm-hmm. is. You know, I'm not sure of Europe's policies there. Uh-huh. But here, you know, there is a generation above me that all they got to say is we can't let the gays get married. Vote Republican, and then that they are then going to adopt yeah. all the other things. Because that one issue is really important, or like you know, outlaw abortions, they really care about right. that. Yeah. So they they mm-hmm. latch onto the rest of the party stuff. When I'm like, oh man, I just really don't care about the religion aspect of any of the politics. Yeah, myself. if you if you you're gonna be pretty pretty fringe in politics here, if not laughed out of your position if you uh, use religion seriously as a basis for for anything um policy wise or if um yeah or if you make it an official stance that you're anti being a sexuality besides heterosexual or uh you want to ban abortions or make them harder for people to get that's just that it's just not gonna fly one of the the which i you know i appreciate and i i like a lot about politics here in that sense one of the really funny things though which it's just uh yeah it's kind of mind-boggling this funny it is really funny that um very very socially liberal on a lot of those those issues but um but uh you know still hasn't legalized weed behind a lot of states uh in the US and also uh which I don't really mind this but you know they still also have you know state run liquor stores only so you have a, ch- a chain of stores that are um you know run by the government basically that have all kinds of alcohol it ha- and it has uh benefits and and drawbacks i can talk about both if you want but but um so that's why they're not you know, legalizing that's, that's interesting pot is because then less people would drink their alcohol they'd make less money but 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 they're i mean it's pretty likely that if they legalized it they could could and would do the same oh, if and state when it ran happens. dispensaries i see 
you know, they could, yeah, exactly. I mean, they could, they could do the same thing. So I don't know that that's it. It's just that there, there is like a culture, like a mindset thing that's kind of, kind of interesting here where well, people America, uh, are like think... a little too goody two shoes almost. It's not even that they want to be hard on crime. It's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want people on the. Right. <laughs> I well, I think know. America installed all that. Like, I think we pressured a lot of countries over the 60s and 70s to be like cracked down on mm. pot as well because we were like the drug war. Um, and then now right. some of our states, like Oklahoma, where I'm at, it's medically legal. And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, we're kind of laxed on it. And then you have these other countries that are like, you know, people go to jail for 30 years or something. And you're like, oh, geez. Right. They kept yeah. it going. Too, they kept going too far. Uh. So, um, I mean, I, I lived through it. I got arrested in college for pot back when it was still super legal here. And then out of nowhere, it became uh. legal. And I was like, yes, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Come back around. If anyone's listening to my music, uh, it's a crutch, you know. Um, for, speaking of stuff, uh, you know, we listen. We talked about earlier on like discords, group chats, things like that. That's another thing I always get huh? shit for is uh, I'm all, I always say like, oh, I couldn't make a verse without a cuss word in it because I never have. I mean, I probably could if I really wanted to, but I don't ever see the desire. And then people are like, you're not a skilled artist if you have to cuss in your raps. And I'm like the people that make these sort of statements. Mm. Like, yeah, no one that cusses and raps are over here telling you you're not an artist because you make kids bop music or whatever. Like, it's yeah, yeah. I don't know these goddamn people. Um, so anyway, that's a bummer. Y'all don't have pot in Sweden. Hopefully, it comes soon. Are, are there any European countries uh, that it's like lax in? It's definitely, it's definitely here. Like, oh, they, right. Do it, but well, not, but uh, not but legal. um, yeah, uh, I don't remember like as luxembourg really like are. just got it's, all of it's the... oddly it's oddly weird that 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 it's not more um you know everyone's still kind of like amsterdam the capital of it right that's true amsterdam is go the to the netherlands but yeah and then they look down on americans these days right that's what i've heard that's what the word is in the states i th- i think most people do <laughs> to be honest right i'm gonna be i'm gonna be i'm gonna be real with you it just looks like a fucking loony bin from the outside to most people. Oh, I'm sure right most now, people. It's, it's been sad to hear. Dude, but I've heard like Amsterdam yeah. like does not want American tourists because they get tired of them eating their pot brownies and being stupid. Like more so than other tourists. Oh, that in that way. I don't know about that. I, I honestly couldn't say. I would come in with an accent. I would try to talk Australian like strong Maurice. Eventually, I'm going to have uh, <laughs> yeah. our homie Gray slash Mungus on here. He has a yeah. lot going on in his life, yes. so he has never called in, uh, yeah. hasn't made it. But I know he represents the other side. He's from a even yes. more conservative uh, state maybe than me, and uh, he represents all the conservative ideas. And then if it was just me, you, and him yep. talking, because yep. I think I'm a little in the middle-ish, uh, I think we could come up with some good plans, you know? But whenever it's be. like the world, everything gets uh, right. turned yeah. and twisted. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. One of the things that uh, that I thought might might be interesting for people to to know. Um, when we talk about these types of things, like the uh, going back to the state-run liquor store, right? So, drawbacks of a state-run liquor store. Um, 
the main one is obviously you've got to go within that store's hours. Um, and, you know, they basically the way it is here is their hours are like normal working hours every day till 7 p.m. on the weekdays. But Saturday on only to open till 3 and then closed on Sunday. And you basically, you know, then you, you stock up, you you plan ahead, I guess. But so that it's like, oh, okay, like if you didn't get to the store yesterday, you're kind of like, oof, got to go quick on a Saturday if I want to have a drink this weekend or something. I mean, you could still go out to a bar or something if you right. wanted, but, or a restaurant. But some there are some uh, some definite advantages too, which is because they are the only place that can sell – they basically it's have it mandated that the level of service has to be very high. So everyone there that you go to is very knowledgeable. If you took something, started drinking it, didn't like it, you could go back for a full refund, no questions asked, because it's the only place to buy from. Um, if you want something that is not in – that they don't have in stock – but let's say, you know, something – for example, a friend here wanted to try Four loco, not something that's normally stocked. You can – they will they will help you order it from a place that has it and let you buy it at only the price that it costs, not shipping. So they will order it for free for you basically and then right. stock it in the store for you. Um, so there's some kind of cool stuff like that. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I don't – it hasn't really affected me. See, I would that assume that way, you wouldn't but... have as much choice, but I think also, and I'm also saying this because, again, that Freakonomics yeah. episode I heard with the guy from Sweden, right. he said they do benefit from the fact that places like America do have innovators that would make, in this scenario, 40 different types of vodka. Because if it was left up mm. to a state-run place, they would probably just make one type of vodka. Like, why well, would but you want but, a variety? But nothing... Yeah, but but nothing. None of it is made by the. Uh, alcohol. I got you. I got you. Or, or manufactured by the alcohol. I see. Yeah, yeah. It's just it, you're buying all lo- same kind of brands and others that you could buy at a, a liquor store in the U.S. They they're kept they're kept really well, like really well stocked. Most of them are quite big, so you've got walls and walls of wine and walls of walls of whiskey and how beers and ciders of all. Yeah, I mean they from everywhere. It's a uh, it, it's a good it's a good selection. Um, one other thing that is kind of nice about it too is that not that this is normally a problem because if it's not state run, you're gonna have it anywhere. But at least you know it's a or you're gonna have stores that sell all over the place. But but if you're this way, you know it's gonna be a good place, a lot of selection, etc. And that they are everywhere since it's like the only one like every little neighborhood like they they have their own and whatever. So you don't have to go far to. Right. To, I mean, uh, what is the benefit of it being state? Like, just the store is state run. So, like, what was the reasoning behind? Because, for instance, right now, that basically just replaces people that own a liquor store in America, right? So instead right. of someone I, being um, that person, was there like just corruption or? I don't. I think I think it was um, a little bit of. Uh, I think it was like a more like thinking that it was some sort of way to like improve like the consumption of alcohol and the rates of alcoholism and like um I, I honestly it's been a thing for a very long time I believe so I think it was a little bit of a like old days idea 
Right. It, I mean, I don't think it's a, a horrible thing. idea. I think uh, in America, our problem is. I don't is, think. And then, I mean, yeah, the I guess as well. I mean, then it's a then it becomes another. Um, you know, quite large, like revenue generator for the state as well. Right. That's um, what I think our problem in America that, that, that is. It provides, we don't right, that create provi- revenue. You know, and they provide a lot of services. Yeah. Like we're so, always like tax something. It's like, well, what if y'all just made something like y'all take something you do to make money government. So y'all can quit taxing uh, everything. It's crazy. Right. So it seems like that would be like yeah. a something to do instead of then having to put alcohol taxes on everything to make up that revenue. They're just like, well, we'll just take the, the percentage right here in the store or whatever. Right. But there, but also like in, in, in Europe and different countries kind of a different rate, I believe, but you know, everywhere you, you have a VAT, a value added tax on, on just about any purchase. There may be some exemptions like food items and things, but, um, from a grocery store, but you're going to have, you're going to have like flat tax on different things, uh, on pretty, on pretty much everything in some, some way, shape or form. I went, you know, one thing I did, like when I was back in the U.S., I bought a bought a new phone there because it was cheaper. Um, and it's not like it's a issue for most people here, but I was like, all right, I'm going to be home anyways. I'll take advantage. Um, so I saved a couple hundred bucks on a new iPhone just by not paying, you know, European VAT. Right. Um, so there's, you know, stuff like that. But, but again, it, at the end of the day... Almost at the end of the day, almost all the disadvantages I come up with come down to costs a little more. And the counter argument is, wow, people seem like they're quite a bit better off and not citizens living in poverty and so on. Right. Because that's kind of the world I see, you know, and I think what it is. In America, as everyone has the American dream, you know they think they will be the one percent. Right. So they don't want to, they don't want to tear down the one percent because they're going to be there. That everyone in America is a, everyone in America is just a temporarily embarrassed billionaire. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. You think well, it's all going to break for me. So I think that's why people huh. can't vote, or that's why people still vote against their own interests because they're like, yeah, but I'm. Eventually, though, I won't be in this situation, and then I'll—they'll be taxing right. me that money. When it's like we think anyone making over—I'll sure be glad I <laughs> thought ahead, <laughs> right? Like they're like anyone making over a million dollars has to pay the whatever tax. They're like, oh, you can't do that to that millionaire. I'm going to be that millionaire, and you're like, you're yeah. 47, and you don't—you just work down the road. What are you talking about? There ain't no way. So, uh, I think if people realize the way percentages worked and like. Yeah. revolutions and all that stuff that would work but they have us all uh you know i'm the same way i fucking love the video games and the tv shows and all the things that i'm pretty happy and content you know so why why cause too much of a fuss uh, <laughs> yeah i think also don't you, like one thing that is that is pretty shocking too which is weird because everyone has to pay them and there are a lot of people who have jobs and don't understand tax brackets. Yeah. They, they 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 don't understand that when they like when Fox News says Sweden pays 70% in income tax, what they really mean is the marginal amount when someone's making over, you know, $200,000 a year or something like that in income, then, you know, 
200 above the 200 is taxed at the higher rate right or whatever. It's, exactly it's, people it's unbelievable to me that people think that that you go work a job where you only make you know where your salary is forty thousand dollars a year and you, you're you're lucky to keep 15 of it that's not that's not how right <laughs> that's or, not how it works or even more i think some people would even be like oh of course not but they think as soon as you start making over 200 like for instance, if your salary was one ninety, whole yeah, and then it, yeah. it would be at whatever rate, and then once it's two hundred, all of a sudden it's at the seventy percent, so you're down to yeah. uh, you know whatever uh-huh. the fucking number, eighty thousand or whatever, and it's like no, it's yeah. over that, like y'all yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I understand, like I have a math degree. I don't. Talk- you hear, you hear, real grown adult people say things about how they don't want to be in the new tax bracket or yeah they probably did that to avoid going into a new tax bracket like you don't make any less money by making more money right you do, that's not that's not how it works and in america not- with all the loopholes you know people just donate <laughs> right. to charities and shit to offset everything and sure. like sure then they pay nothing <clears throat> and then they're like no guys they literally pay it's people like me in like the kind of middle-ish class that has no kids that for whatever reason has to pay a bunch of fucking taxes every year. But if I just had a kid, they would be like, Oh, okay. Since you have a kid, we'll give you money. And then I'm like, I think that's kind of weird too. I don't know. I think it's odd. So a lot of people, my friends are like, Hey, you should just have a kid. So you get money. And I'm like, that seems like a weird (laughs) reason. That's a kind of fucky reason to have a child. And then I had, I've (laughs) had to argue with a guy I worked with that, 10 he claimed he got 10 grand per kid and i said well a kid you had spent way more than 10 grand on in a year and then yeah. he was like i've yeah. never spent more than 10 grand on my kids and i'm like what right. so uh maybe i'm wrong well, but i would assume you would spend uh, more than 10 grand on a kid in a year i have no idea yeah i'm not uh honest, not maybe. trying to rush to find out at the moment you know yeah not me neither doing this rap star that's life that's, that's that's where we're at over here to be honest <laughs> um yeah man well, good luck on your music this year. Uh, definitely send yes. anything in for the podcast, of course, but on the music one. Uh, we've been sending out yeah, the best of music episodes. Luckily, you caught – I sent everyone out an email <laughs> for the episode that came out last yeah. Friday, and the the text was correct. Like when you read the fucking right. yeah, email yeah. link, it was right. But when you clicked it, it went to the a different yeah, it episode. Got, it got hyperlinked to the wrong episode. And I was like, what the hell? And so anyway, you caught that. And hopefully I got it all fixed. Um, but we got these best of episodes dropping every month. Those have been super awesome as well. So people yeah. check those out. Closing. Uh, yeah, I would, ju- I would just say, cause, uh, I don't care. I don't care if I'm annoying about it. Um, any music people listening to this, anyone who has their own brand, their own business, anyone who has something that they want to grow. If you're happy at like, you know, just your job you're doing, you just use social media for personal stuff or to keep up with family, like, you know, don't worry about it. Don't, it's, this is not for you. But if you have something uh, like that, you are, you're doing yourself a, a disservice by not already being on TikTok and it's only going to get um, more and more people, but it's still early days. Um, it's uh it's incredible what reach you can have and getting over kind of the perception that people have as well of what it is after a couple of days of like saying what you like and don't like on your recommended page like you're going to see other people making music and people creating things and you you get to curate that it's not it's not it's not kids doing cringy dances um and i just to give an example i have now like eight times as many followers on my 
three-month-old TikTok account as I do on my um, eight-year-old or whatever Instagram account um, or seven, whatever it is. And um, I've gotten, I don't know, a few thousand impressions on my videos in the last month on Instagram, um, probably on all other platforms combined where I put out video content. And TikTok for me, I've had almost 700,000 views on my stuff in the last 28 days alone. And and I'm a small fish. There's just opportunity for people to create the kind of stuff they they like there. And um, I uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't care if uh, 99 people don't want to hear it. It's worth it if one person runs with it and changes stuff. I have a photographer friend here who started posting compilations of him photo- doing street photography. And uh, he's even even gone past me now. He's almost at 10,000 followers. He's been on there a month. And uh, he sees people reaching out for him to hire him about his work and uh, all kinds of stuff come from that. It, it does translate. So um, I, I'm just I'm just putting that that spark there for anyone who wants it. It's a good place to be right now. Yeah, I've made a I've made one. I uploaded a few videos that got no views, so I kind of quit. And then my phone yeah. signed me out, and then I tried to sign back in, and it said my <laughs> password was wrong. Oh. And uh, I was fighting with it. If I ever get back in, I may <clears throat> I'll just keep posting beat videos because I don't know. If, yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you got to do these one particular type of videos. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Nah, so, no, no, no. Uh, you, you ain't got to do that. I may give it another shot, but um, I think it's always good to check out all the places. Someone else has recently told me about yeah. Byte, which I guess is a similar yep. thing. So someone told me it's yep. the ground floor at the moment for that. So Yeah, basement at the moment for that. Byte, Byte is, uh, you know, it's even earlier along. Things could happen, but it's uh, it's not it's not a critical mass yet. I I like to keep my like finger on the pulse of this stuff. And bite is um, yeah, bite bite is uh, people trying to stock predict before it happens, kind of thing. It hasn't it hasn't gotten there yet. It's not it's not nearly proven that it's a uh, well. TikTok's been around anything forever. to invest in. I remember back when TikTok it's been around a few years was now. on ads for Facebook, and it just would have like some girl oh. in tight jeans shaking her butt, and it was like, "Click here for TikTok." Yeah. So like, <laughs> it's evolved from that to what it is now. Um, yep. So you you never yeah. know. Yep. But, um, all right, man, I'm going to play uh, our collab song, Ice, to fucking end us here. Yes. It's my most popular song on sound on Spotify at the moment. I, ha- I love it. Love it. has 3,600 listens. Uh, Damn. Which is pretty good. And then I thought my new yeah. one, two different people, was going to catch it. But whenever, and I'm sure you know this, when you release a song that does well, all your other songs yeah. kind of get a boost as well. Because they're like, oh, let me check out another yeah. one. So, right. Um, yep. Going well. Also, I don't know if you saw my email about Internet Friends, too. And I'm pretty yes, sure I included yes, I you, but if you're interested, check yep. those out. And uh, we'll I'm have interested. to get yep. more going. But um, Sounds good. All right. Peace, man. See you later. Thanks for having me. Yep. Was a page from the book. Now 
not even that. I just wanted little looks on the mask of a master is viewed through my eyes. You were one of the greats, but you were great at your lies. And I remember when you texted, I was out of my mind. And I was skeptical, cause not a lot of people kind in this industry. To little indie me, approached by someone I'd looked up to, now you're hitting me up. Studio time, studio minds. I'm getting in my studio grind. It's what you do, right? Hey, what it do, guy? Nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm the new guy. But now that's only memories, and there's no reason I can think of for the way that you would all go on to treat me. I was beaten and berated. I was staying till I jaded, never bailing when I should have. I was sure, and I was patient. I was sure that you'd come back around, and sure that we would mesh your signs. I'm sure that if I threw it down, I passed the way you test me now, but. That's not really how it went, right? Not really how it turned out. Give me some ice. I've got these wounds. They end with me. Started with you. Give me some ice. I've got these wounds. They end with me. But started with you. Give me some ice. I think I'm drinking tonight I got these wounds and I don't really think they healing alright Cause nothing what it seems I wanna give up on everything Cause my dreams seem so out of reach When I'm the only one that believes Like I'm the only one that sees And maybe I'm delusional Say we're being stupid mo Life ain't a fucking musical Cause nothing's what you thought you knew Gotta lose the attitude Active root in the afternoon Roll up increase my altitude Stone like a statue dude I'm spitting factual Realizing what I thought the truth Ain't even actual And it sucks like Dracula I start to flip like a spatula I don't manufacture fucks Make music cause I have to bruh I wish I cared less, but I'm getting too old. Wish my lack of success wasn't killing my soul. Give me some mice because I got these wounds. They all started with me, ain't got shit to do with you. I'm like, give me some ice. I've got these wounds. I've got these they end with me, but starting with you. They start with give me some ice. I've got these wounds. Wounds.